Hello, everyone. Uh, this is our monthly conversation. Michael Atman, myself, Connie Myers. Uh, we're so happy to be coming to you today. And we were supposed to come to you last week, but all of a sudden, my day went upside down, sideways, and started rolling down like a ball down a hill. And total chaos struck out about 15 minutes before we were supposed to go live. So we had to postpone it. So I thought a good conversation for Michael and I to have today is to talk about chaos because it happens to all of us. There's, there's no there's no way around it. I mean, as as well as you plan, as as often as you time block, as often as you do everything that you need to do to to stay on track and be present and be focused something's going to come along. The universe and God are going to say, okay, we need to shake this up a bit. And, and it could be in the form of technology. It could be in the form of a phone call. It could be last week. It was a kind of a form of all of the above. So um, I'm sure, Michael, you've never had any chaos in your life, right? Zero chaos. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I was just telling Michael before we went live that I'm recording my videos for my uh, crystalline leadership uh, class that's coming out on, in Woman Up. And I, I made the decision here a while ago to do my, my she shed is a, is a uh, greenhouse. And I put my backdrop for my videos in my she shed. Well, it sounded like a really good idea at the time. However, uh, the airplanes fly over, the dogs bark, you hear the kids talking, uh, it gets hot because this is Las Vegas, and and all of a sudden I'm sitting here and once again I've created, it isn't big chaos, but it's still chaos in trying to figure out how to get these videos done at the same time that I'm, I'm loving being in my she shed, but it isn't a practical place to do this. <laughs> <coughs> So, so what is one of the things that you like to do when chaos actually happens, Michael? Well, you know, for me, chaos, it, it really is about the unexpected because, you know, I'm a person that loves to have routine and be organized. And that's how I am the best. That's how I'm the most effective in my production of work uh, and in my life. So for me, it's the unexpected things that happen on top of that, that kind of throw, you know, throw my time schemes out, throw my plans out, throw my routines out. So that's that's what I find that chaos is really, I'm starting to feel the pressure from those, from those unexpected occurrences. It could be something that requires looking, you know, dealing with in the house. Uh, in this case, I'm at the moment in process, I'm building a new program. I'm working with a current program that I'm working with a lot of, my um, tribe with, but I'm also just sold my house, so I'm looking for ha new houses. Um, you know, I've just started a new training routine. I'm also a teacher in martial <laughs> class, and that's that, so I've got more classes that I need to be running around that. So, and I'm also helping in with a, you know, I'm also president of a committee, and I'm also helping to grow that club as well. So, it's kind of all these things happening at once, you know, and, and then you got to fit in, you know, healthy eating, healthy lifestyle. Well, you don't have to, but, you know, I do. Fit that in as well as, you know, getting a good night's sleep. So how do I manage that chaos? Well, for me, it's it's all about coming back to 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 my centre. And I've, I've kind of been working on that for quite a while. And what I've found is 
It was, it was once said to me by one of my mentors, he said, you know, life is like a like tornado. He said, really, if you think about it, um, every single day from the moment you get up, there's all this stuff happening around you, uh, you know, like in the world and in your in your home and in the local area, there's stuff going, there's always like movement. It's on and on and it's going and going and going. But he said, here's the thing. You can either be the centre of the cyclone where it's calm and it's still and it's, you know, it's it can see the chaos <clears throat> but it's not getting pulled into it or you can get caught up in the chaos and become part of the messiness that happens around with that. So I've learned to bring myself back to a centre inside myself or a space where I feel instant calm, no matter how chaotic. And really chaos only happens in our head when you think right. about it. It's not yeah. what happens. It's not the events that are occurring. It's what we think about them and how we feel about them. That's where the chaos really goes on internally for any of us. Well, and I and I and I think that's a very important point because that's um, after we tried to get on the call yesterday, and we were texting back and forth, and I we finally said, okay, we need to reschedule it, and and that's that's what I did. I just said, okay, I can stop and breathe now, yeah. and and be able to resolve the issues that were going on and being able and, and but also being okay that there is a change of plans yeah. you know um, I'm, I, I'm like you I like to be organized I like to be knowing what I'm doing and and I'm not quite sure I have quite as many balls in the air as you do but I have a few and and so when something gets out of whack um, I do try to come back to being in the present moment but every once in a while you have to really you have to work at it and it has to be okay it has yeah. to be as soon as you say okay and breathe you yeah. go back to center and yeah. then you're like okay how do I resolve whatever is going on and it all yeah. of a sudden it just kind of falls into place but also yeah. you have to be flexible enough that yeah. you say okay this isn't working this way so let's just stop and we'll do it again when it's when it's supposed to be happening, because obviously it's not supposed to be happening now. I, I had that happen several times today when I was trying to do recordings, and they're only short, like they're like three to five minute recordings, right? They're not like half hour or anything like that. And I'd be in the middle of it, and all of a sudden here come an airplane or a dog <laughs> park, yeah. and I'd be like, really? <laughs> so I got to the point where I had to get up, go get some water, breathe, and say, okay. You chose this she shed to be a, a greenhouse outside, so now you just have to accept the consequences and and move forward. And once yeah. I did that, I was okay. I said okay with a when the dogs start barking, I just stop and wait for it to end, and then I do it over again. So yeah. I think, think being in center and being and being flexible are two really important points. Yeah, look, and you, you raise a really valid point there, especially that change, you know. For me, um, <clears throat> I learned a long time ago because I used to travel a lot and I work, I work for an airline, so, of course, I travel a lot. And when you go to a new country and you don't know anybody, it, it really is quite chaotic, especially when you're moving around a lot. So what I learned from that experience is that the joy of chaos is actually just being in the chaos and not fighting it. So wherever I go, instead of instead of pushing against it and trying to control it, I actually learned to go with it. And I think if I could share anything to people listening right now, if you're listening right now, that you know, if chaos is happening in your life and that's the way it is, um, stop fighting it. 
go find a way to go to get in flow with the chaos because actually chaos can be fun if you don't fight it and if and and you learn or you simply surrender to the chaos and it doesn't mean that you lose yourself but it means that you allow yourself to float down the rib the tide of the river the way it's going rather than try and fight against the flow of the river and find yourself you know getting upset frustrated um you know pissed off uh, even sick because things aren't going your way or the way that you thought that they should. It's like, no, let find a way to go with the flow of whatever's happening in your life. And funnily enough, eventually you'll find your way to shore, to a peaceful shore. It just happens. <laughs> oh, I, I love that analogy because when you, when you were talking about the, the, the tornado or the, or the cyclone, it's like, it's like um, I think a really good example of that is when you're moving. When yeah. you're when you're packing your house up and you're and you're you're moving, it's it is chaos. It's it's like yeah. you know. And then when you get to the to the new location to your new space, it's chaos until you can get everything where you can find it again. And That's during good. that period of time, but if you can, but if you can change it from, oh my God, I can't find this, or what did I do with that, to, I'm loving my new space and boy, I can put that space that piece there and I can create this new energy. So I think maybe I think that's a really good point that you have you can create good positive energy um, by accepting it and letting exactly. it and letting it be and floating down that river in the direction you're supposed to be going. <laughs> yeah, and, and that moving example is a really good example because you can either enjoy the journey of the move or you can you know begrudge it and get all uptight and tense and stressed about it which of course is counterproductive because then you're just adding more chaos internally to yourself. <laughs> and so my whole philosophy in life is how can I take stress off myself rather than add more stress to myself? Because stress of its own can be chaos as well. If, and we invite stress in, you know, we invite stress in. 99% of stress we create by how we react or respond to things. It's not what happens, it's how we respond or what we think about what goes on and how we feel about what goes on. And that's what creates chaos in our life, not what's going on. What's going on is going on. You know, we can't we can't change it. You know, like um, I've got a few friends at the moment. I don't know what's going on in the air, but I have a few friends who are going through breakups. You know, and then for a lot of people, um, you know, and one of them's a married couple, another's been a short-term, two married couples actually, and another short-term relationship, but they're all breaking up. And, you know, for them, their life is in complete chaos because now they've gone from being, you know, uh, married or in a relationship, now suddenly they're single. And all the things that have got to happen around that, moving out, finding somewhere to live, you know, and that's really chaotic for people. Um, but what I find, what I'm helping them with is to just come back and, like you said, come back and take a breath and let yourself feel the feelings of, the loss of the breakup, of the grief, of, you know, even the anger, whatever, you got to let those things be processed as well. Otherwise, that's just adding to the internal chaos that's going on. And that's the healing too. You know, the, the circumstances the circumstances will, will change. You know, they'll land back on the feet. Everybody does. Um, but we can either find a way to do that and not being, you know, not put ourselves under extra pressure or we can allow the healing to happen and to, to not, you know, be pressured by even that, to, to live, really feel our feelings and allow ourselves to be, to go through whatever that process is that they, you know, they need to go through. I, I think that that, 
that's one of the things I talk about in crystalline moments because one of them was uh, one of the stories in the book is about uh, the process of somebody going through a very difficult divorce and 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 in reality once you do let yourself be and 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 let the process happen you create this energy that then you can look forward and find the gift or the opportunity in that mm. and and that is what creates this positive energy to help you start moving forward but you have to acknowledge what it is you're going through first you have to acknowledge that crystalline moment of what's happening and then you're able to say okay what is what is the gift in this what's the opportunity I just finished reading an amazing book uh, it's called the upside of stress by oh, wow. dr. Kelly McGonigal and in the book she talks about how to turn difficult and negative stress into positive energy and challenge yeah and how to take that fight or flight and turn it into what does she call it mend and befriend or I don't like it. And delight. <clears throat> Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm actually using it in my leadership stuff because what a wonderful way. I mean, what she talks about. So there's been a there was a study done where they took uh, I forget how many people, but I think it was one hundred and eighty two thousand people died because of it, it was forty three percent of the total number over an eight year period that died because they thought stress was bad for them. Yes. Others that didn't believe that stress was bad for them had a, a, the same or lower death rate of those that had little or no stress. Yeah. Because it was their belief system that said that stress was bad. Exactly. And so that really reiterates exactly what you're saying. It's, it's that, it's that belief system that creates the stress that <laughs> creates the chaos in our lives. And if we can learn to, take that fight or flight from stress and turn it into a challenge, like, like turn it into something like you're, you're, you, you know, people have stress when they get ready to start a race or start a triathlon or something. They're building it up and, and, and there's, there, but that's positive stress. That's stress. Yeah. That I'm excited about doing this. I would, I'm, there might be a little fear in it. You know, am I going to finish it? What, what is it? But if they can take that energy and turn it into, or that, that stress and turn it into positive energy, and a challenge, then then it helps to push them forward. Yeah. And she talks in the book how it releases um, oxytocin, yep. and, which is the cuddle hormone. I did not know this. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I said, okay, I need more of that in my life. And and then also when we do that, it uh, it releases more DHEA in, in our body. So yeah. uh, we can literally take and move cortisol to something positive. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting. I've done, uh, I've read the same study that you were talking about, about how the people that believe stress was bad for them had a 43% higher, um, higher mortality rate or had the same mortality rate as people that were under stress. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it's interesting, you know, and one of the things that I, I think is really important for, for that I've learned, and I think for everybody to understand is that our beliefs really dictate a lot of how chaos shows up in our life because not only it's not only is it what we think about what's going on that causes us to feel stressed but it's also we're projecting our beliefs around change you know how are, how are you with change as an example how how do you 
approach and manage change. Is change for you something negative? Is it something you avoid? Is it something you don't you don't like? That you know, if that's the case, then there's beliefs in there about change, and therefore the universe is going to, or God, or whatever you call it, is going to send you lots of change because it's going. Well, no, change is fun. Change is actually part of your nature. Change is the only constant in life. Why aren't you enjoying change? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I know somebody personally that um, she's been at the same job for 35 years. She could have retired five years ago, making more money than she's making now, and she's still there. And um, I've, I've been trying to uh, support her and help her in this whole concept of, you know, change is good. <laughs> she's still young. She's got a lot of things she wants to do with her life. And, and it's sure, fear, of, fear of change is holding her back. Yeah. And it's such a shame. Because, and it's, even though she, she intellectually she understands, she yeah. hasn't been able to turn that emotional switch on yet that yeah. will allow her to move forward. And I have to say, I mean, somebody who's, I've had a bit of change in my own life and I, the one thing I have learned to do is totally embrace it and go, just like you said, going down the river, don't fight it, go the other way. Just yeah. go with it because there's something going to be magical and wonderful that's going to come out the other end when you do that. When you fight it, it's, it just, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, no. And, and you know, the, the thing is that when we're going through a chaotic period in our life, and for most people, the biggest uh, chaos um, activators or triggers are relationships, work, uh, and money, if you, and, and health. Because, you know, when, you, when something unexpected happens in those areas, that's when we tend to feel like, oh, my goodness, you know, I'm not coping. Then we feel overwhelmed. What overwhelm means, and that's how most people handle uh, chaos, is they feel overwhelmed, and then that causes them to, uh, they don't make the right decisions for themselves, they don't think as clearly, they don't, their mind is not as sharp, it's not as good at problem solving, their bodies are tenser, they don't sleep as well, you know, and things deteriorate from there. So it's really important that we, uh, we find a way, and I do this every single day, that we find a way, and, to tap into what I call that space of stillness or calmness inside. And I'll give you an example. I've been doing martial arts for 40 years and I teach Aikido. And one of the things that we get graded on is how calm we can stay and relaxed we can stay while being attacked by five different people. And normally it's five huge guys, for me anyway. And they're all rushing at you at the same time. Now that's chaos. And it can be, you know, that could be considered an overload and an overwhelm because holy shit, what's going to happen? But, you know, like five guys running, but I've learned through retraining my mind and body that when I'm under pressure, I just tell myself, relax, really. And But what I do is I go into my body and I feel where there's tension and I just drop it. I can literally allow tension to be released just by being attentive to where it is in my body. I just look at I just feel it and then tell it to relax and it relaxes instantly. Wow. So now I stay calm when I'm being attacked by multiple attackers and I'm calm and I'm the center of the cyclone. And that transfers for me into my everyday life. It doesn't matter what's going on, you know, road rage, people yelling at you, conflicts, confrontations. I just tell myself and I stay relaxed. We can train ourselves to do that. I know it because I do it. <laughs> Absolutely. For somebody that's never done that, how would they even start doing that? Yeah, so you've got to, well, it's, it's a two-step process. So number one, you've got to be aware that you are where you're holding tension in your body. 
It's right. that's the first part. You've got to be aware that you're not breathing. You know, you're breathing into your chest. So when we're tense, we shallow breathe. When we're under stress, we shallow breathe typically, and we're holding on to tension, and that's chaotic for the body. We're in chaos right. now. We're right. not relaxed. We're not calm. We're not. We're not just flowing. In it. We're, we're, you know, everything's tightened up. So we need to be aware of, of our body state. You know, our, our emotional, mental state. Where are we right now? Be aware. If you can feel tension, just take your mind. Say you're feeling tension in your shoulders. Just take your mind. Uh, be be aware of it. Oh yeah, I'm experiencing tension. And then just tell your shoulders to relax and feel it. It'll relax. Just go okay, relax and take a breath, and then feel them relax. They will relax because you're the master. You're in control. Your body doesn't control you. You control your body. So we can do that. Oh, that's I. I I do that quite a bit myself, but I wanted to hear your explanation of how you do it because <laughs> yeah, you're, how, how, do you, how do you do it? Ninja. How, how do you do it? <laughs> no, how do you do it? Because all every way work, whatever works. I work. I actually so I imagine it's quite a bit different than yours. So I imagine here in the United States we had a uh, we have an office supply store called Staples, and they used to have a commercial a few years ago that had a big red red, red button. And I don't remember what it used to say, but I imagine that big red button and it says stop. Yeah. Just stop. And and when it's and then when I see the re big red button, I stop. Yeah. I breathe. I feel like what's going on in my body. And then I if it's something where I need to change my thought, I'll reframe it. Or if it's chaos i will just stop and let it and let it go and and maybe go do something totally different get get out of the mindset of whatever it is but um but i like your explanation really well <laughs> just yeah. imagine the shoulders relaxing well that's one way you know and what you can what people can do to to train their body to stay relaxed is you know just stand up so stand up and then close your eyes and become aware of your physical body and just notice it and notice it and and stay stay aware of your body just stay just stay attentive to your body and then until you feel it in a really relaxed posture so standing yeah. up and feeling instead of tense and thinking about what you're going to do next which you know the mind wants to do you stand there and you just bring all your awareness to your body and feel yourself I, I use the visualization of just imagine your body's melting into the earth so all your energy is pouring down into the center of the earth and that not only grounds you grounding by the way relaxes you that not only grounds you but that also releases energy from you know any kind of negative tense energy that helps that to just almost literally melt off you. So you just stand there, imagine that all your energy is just melting, is pouring down through your body, through your muscles, through your bones, into the ground, and just letting it go down into the ground. And just feel that. Feel that state of relaxed beingness, of, of physicality. Once you've, got a, um, once you've got a starting point or a reference point for how the body feels when it's standing and it's relaxed, you can then come back to that uh, experience you can then just mentally it's like a rehearsal you can then just remind yourself oh yeah relax just then you just close your eyes and let it all drop let everything go and then relax and it happens like that I love it I love it well that's a that's a huge for people that have never have ever experienced that I mean the first time you tried it might be a little bit difficult yeah. but 
having your body melt into the earth is is definitely a way of just even while you were speaking about it, I could feel my body going. <sighs> exactly. Yeah. What a relief. Letting go of all exactly. the tension. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it doesn't take a lot. It's just being able to be focused on on, on experiencing that. And yeah. um, I think another good example is is imagining you being by a brook or a, a waterfall and just filling yourself into the water. Just something to get you so that you do relax and so your muscles do let go and you let go of all that energy because then the right kind of energy can come in. And the big and the big one I want to throw out before we finish up today, and this, this might be a little left of field for some people, but I think it's still important to, to visualise this. You know in the amusement parks where you've got those rides where they go around and around, you hop in the little car and it goes up and around the roller coaster thing and around and around. Yeah, Ferris wheel. Yeah, so when you're standing there watching that, you go, oh, my goodness, you know, especially if you just had breakfast. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's chaos, you know, that's that you're seeing chaos in motion. And yet when you're in the car, from the reference point of the or from the perspective of you sitting in the seat in that little car, that little whatever it is, um, you're not moving, you're doing nothing, you're just sitting in the seat. The car's moving and it's doing something, but you're actually just sitting in the seat being still. That's why I say inside you, there is a part of you that never is in chaos. There is a part of you in, that I just simply call your awareness that is not, is not affected by your thoughts, it's not affected by your feelings, and it's always calm. It's always in a space of calmness. So just a few minutes a day, go inside and, and connect to that space of stillness, of calmness. That's always there inside. When you... When you remind yourself over and over again that you're not your thoughts and you're not your feelings and you're not even your body, that you're this space of calmness, that tends to take priority then in um, how you move through life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I think um, some people will say, well, you know, it's too difficult for me to do that. I can't do that. I'll just do it once. And then, and then do it one time. And then the next time something happens and you remember, you'll do it again. Yeah. And you'll do it again. And you'll do it again. And pretty soon it becomes a habit or it becomes a way of being, not even a habit, a way of being where you will go there automatically. Yeah. And you hit the you hit the nail on the head. You said you said a habit, you know, and once you once you do it once, you can start to repeat it. Well, it's even simpler than that. I, get, I, I challenge every single person watching right now that I, I challenge that there has never been a time in your life where you didn't feel calm. I bet there is. I would, if I'm not a gambling person, but I would actually bet that you've experienced a moment of calmness in your life at some point where you felt so deeply just relaxed and calm. Remember that experience. That's all you got to do. Before you go to sleep at night, lying in your bed, go back to that experience of calmness and remind yourself of that as you fall asleep because what you're then telling your subconscious is that you're setting it the vibration or the memory of calmness and that starts to become embodied or that vibration, that energy starts to move into the cells of your body and then when you wake up, you actually wake up with a feeling calm. It's interesting. Try it as an experiment. Do that every night. Do that every night. And the first thing before you get out of bed in the morning, before you rush off into the day, before you get crazy and chaotic, lie there and just feel the sheets against your skin. Feel the bed. Feel yourself lying in your bed and remind yourself about that. Remember again that calmness experience just for 30 seconds. Remember it and then start your day from that 
experience. Because once you remember something, your body, of course, your brain goes, ah, oh, come, and it sends the signals, like you said, oxytocin. It sends the hormones rushing through your body that are related to calmness instead of stress, which is, of course, um, you know, toxic hormones. Absolutely. I love that. I love going back and, and remembering a time when you were calm and, and you could really experience because that's, yeah, I like that a lot. I had not thought about that before, but that's a great tool. Wonderful. So simple. So yeah. simple. Well, well, we've, uh, we've, we've talked for about a half an hour again, Michael. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. That goes so quickly. <laughs> anyway. Well, I hope everybody watching uh, will take a moment Find a time when they were calm. I love that idea. And and remember that it, it really is your mind. It's really not everything around you. And and uh, just get on that Ferris wheel seat and enjoy the ride. So, yeah. Michael, thank you so much for joining me. And, and we'll do this again uh, in about a month or so. Having our conversation again. And for all of you out there, I do hope that uh, we've had given you some good points and some good things to think about and that you can find that calm spot that's going to take you out of the chaos and into the joy. So thank yeah. you so much. And we will be back in about a month, Michael and I. I'm thank Connie you. Myers. Thank you too, Connie. <laughs> uh, I'm Connie Myers with Kick Butt Leadership. And this is Michael Atma. Michael Atma yep, from Meditation Dojo. You can find yeah. me in Meditation Dojo. And you can find us both on Facebook and on our websites. What's your website, yes. Michael? Just michaelatma.com. michaelatma.com. Okay, mine's connymyers.com, so makes it simple. Anyway, all right, everyone, enjoy the rest of your day, and thank you for joining us. And if it's on the replay, let us know if there's any kind of questions we can help you with. Bye now. Bye.